ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கே அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த ப்ரெசன்ட் ப்ராஸ்பெரிட்டி ஆஃப் அ பிளேஸ் வித் அ க்யூரியஸ் இலஸ்ட்ரேஷன் ஆஸ் போர்ட்ரேட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு த்ரீ ஹண்ட்ரட் அண்ட் எயிட்டீன் பென் பை த பொயட் பெருங்குன்றூர் கிளார் The verse is situated in the category of Vagaitinai or victory and speaks about the consequence of a king's fall. Koi adagu vada, taru viragu unanga, mayilam sayal, mayalodu, pasithanru amma perundagai ure, manai urai kurii, karai anal seval, pānar narambin sugirodu, vayamaan kuralsai pīliyin ilaitta kudambai, பெருஞ்சை நெல்லின் அரிசியார்ந்து தன் புன்புற பெடையொடுவதியும் யானர்த்து ஆகும் வேந்து விழுமுறினே அப்புறம் வேர்ஸ் தட் ஹஸ் எலிமெண்ட்ஸ் ஆஃப் அகம் இன் இட்ஸ் டிஸ்கிரிப்ஷன் ஆஃப் அ டவுன் த போய்ட்ஸ் வேர்ட்ஸ் கேன் பி டிரான்ஸ்லேட்டட் ஆஸ் ஃபாலோஸ் ஆஸ் த பிளக் கிரீன்ஸ் வித் as the felled wood fades along with the peacock like dark skin woman the entire town of the great lord would wallow in hunger that would be the state of the town where the black throated male sparrow that lives in houses builds its nest with the strings of bards lutes and the mane of horses akin to peacock feathers and then feeds on the paddy flourishing in the vast farm fields and lives with its mate with a spotted back in a state of unceasing prosperity if the king were to fall Let's delve into the nuances. The poet starts by painting scenes of apathy and desolation wherein greens that were plucked to be cooked are withering in one corner and the wood that was collected to start that cooking is drying up in another corner. From these objects the poet turns to a person a woman said to be dark-skinned and graceful like a peacock and he says that like this woman who will suffer in hunger so will the entire town of the lord without saying when and why this will happen the poet launches into a description of the town by sketching the life of a bird here a moment to note the term used in this ancient poem for this bird which is manai urai kurii meaning a sparrow residing in houses something remarkable because the common english name of this bird is house sparrow echoing a striking similarity in thought across the ages returning to the verse we find the poet talking about how the male of this black-throated bird takes the strings of lutes and hair from the mane of horses which seem like peacock feathers to build its nest let's return to the significance of these construction materials in a short while the poet continues describing the lifestyle of the bird saying it feeds to its heart's content from the crop fields brimming with paddy and then lives happily with its mate such is the fertility of the leader's town and all this will end and the place will be left in hunger if the king falls in the battlefield the poet concludes this could either be the king's town or it could be the town of the leader who supports this king 
and the poem wants to illustrate that once the king falls like a stack of dominoes the life of the leader his wife his villages and even a little sparrow would fall indicating an enormous dependency on one person the king of the land reverting back to those construction materials we noted a while ago why does the poet refer to lute strings and horse manes as the building blocks of these sparrows nests only to say that birds frequented the place implying great wealth abounded there and also horses were in plenty talking about the military support the leader extended to his king the portrait of the sparrow building its nest with these materials brought an image i recollect seeing a few years ago of a crow building its nest near my house with wires and white tapes used in cardboard packaging a unique verse that makes us mull over how the hand of humans continues to transform the nest of birds and by extension the habitat of all life around thanks for listening to this episode of sangam lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and minds please visit nandinikarke.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about sangam lit until next time nandri vanakkam